This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Easelt from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, when we need a new car or even something less expensive like a TV or a pair of shoes, we shop around because we want to get what we need at the best possible price. It's certainly frustrating to purchase that TV you've been wanting on a Friday only to discover on Sunday that it's on sale for $200 less than you paid. Yikes. But with some things, like healthcare, it's not easy or even possible to save money, right? The price right. is the price, and we just have to deal with it. Now, it turns out that with a little research and hard work, you may well be able to find the healthcare you need and want while keeping more money than you might have expected tucked away in your wallet. But before we kick around some ideas for saving money on healthcare, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'm having a great day. I've had a great week. Just really, really busy as usual, but that's good. Uh, it keeps me going. Uh, other than that, you know, it's hot outside, uh, trying to avoid the the heat. But uh, how about you? What have you been up to, Aaron? I have been well as well. Uh, you know, we have gotten a lot of rain here lately. Um and we're enjoying it here in Arizona. It never happens. So kid in a candy store, when I go outside, it's uh, lower than usual temperatures. So I'm happy. We're happy. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's good. That's good. And this topic is a good one because I find it fascinating. You're right. I mean, it's not like there's a Groupon out there for healthcare costs, right? <laughs> uh, you can't True. find coupons in the Sunday paper or Groupons for healthcare. And I mean, you know, with things like, the latest gadget or clothing or, you know, anything. Usually you come up with a plan to get what you want at a better price or save some money. But with healthcare, it's not like health insurance companies, you know, have coupons or discounts. So I think our audience as well as myself are going to be listening close today to how we can save money on healthcare. Good enough. Then let's get right to it. I chose today's topic after coming across an interesting Kiplinger article, 20 Ways to Save on Healthcare, that I think will be an excellent resource today for all of us. Uh, as the article notes, even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk of your healthcare costs, you're likely still forking over thousands of dollars every year. In fact, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, workers who have employer-provided healthcare coverage still pay an average of $1,243 a year for single coverage premiums. 
For those with family coverage, that number jumps all the way to $5,588. Now, as for deductibles, the average for single coverage is $1,644. And for family coverage, it's often more than $2,000. One simple way to keep your healthcare costs under control is to make sure you stay in your plan's network. If you have a preferred provider organization or PPO plan, you may get a certain degree of out-of-network coverage, but if you're part of a health maintenance organization, more commonly referred to as an HMO, you may open the mailbox one day to find a bill for out-of-network coverage that's so large you can hardly carry it into the house. (laughs) Well, yeah, do some heavy lifting there. And as I understand it, there are some possible legal changes that will help deal with this situation to offer some degree of future relief uh, for this, right? Uh, Yes, there are, though the size and scope of that relief certainly remains to be seen. Beginning in 2022, federal law will dictate that insurers must provide in-network rates on, quote, surprise medical bills when a patient unknowingly receives emergency care from a provider that's outside of their network. And don't forget that you may receive one of those unpleasant surprise bills if you visit an in-network healthcare facility, but meet with an out-of-network healthcare professional, like a doctor or anesthesiologist. Yeah, and that doesn't sound like a surprise to me, uh, Aaron. That sounds like a good old-fashioned kick in the teeth. And I've actually had that happen. Um, where uh, went into the hospital, the medical center that I knew was in network, uh, but uh, one of the doctors involved uh, that uh, did something for me while I was there was out of network, the doctor himself. So then they say they won't cover it. So that's a, there are a, a, a number of things that anger me about health insurance Definitely. that I think are so infuriating. And I'm glad to see at least the government's trying to put in some, you know, laws to make them a little more fair, like the whole out of network thing we mentioned. Uh, But you have to, that whole out of network thing is just, you have to be really careful. Yeah. I'm right there with you on that one. If you find yourself also in the middle of that scenario, you can appeal those charges directly with your insurance company. Also bear in mind that several states have their own laws that are designed to guard against unexpected medical bills. So it may be a very wise play to find out how your home state spells things out for you. Yeah. Yeah. And another potential way, I guess, to provide yourself with increased protection against surprise healthcare expenses is to work with somebody like yourself, Aaron, a financial services professional who has the experience and insights you need to build a healthcare strategy that's going to be part of your overall financial and retirement plan, right? That's exactly right. Uh, The next way to save money on healthcare expenses is to make sure that you're taking advantage of your plan's preventative care services. Many healthcare plans cover certain preventative services without sending you a bill, even if you haven't hit your deductible. Preventative care services often include things like immunizations and screenings for depression, blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. Additionally, if you have certain risk factors, services like mammograms are often covered as well. Even some high-deductible plans cover health care for chronic conditions like insulin for diabetes and statins for heart disease before you've reached your deductible. I'd encourage our listeners to visit healthcare.gov and search for preventative care benefits. 
to research some of the things that typically fall under preventative care services. On the site, you'll see very comprehensive lists of preventative care services broken down for adults, women, and children. Finally, you should note that preventative services may only come at no cost to you when they're provided by a doctor or healthcare professional that's in your network. Right. Yeah. In network again, <laughs> pops up there, but, uh, and let me give that website one more time. It's healthcare.gov. That's healthcare.gov. Then you can go on there and search preventative care benefits. And uh, mm -hmm. that's how you find it. I mean, ultimately preventative care might not only save you some money, but also prevent or slow down some of the medical conditions that can really negatively affect your physical and social activities that are going to make your retirement so enjoyable, right? Definitely. Yeah. Well, hey, before we continue, let our listeners know how they can set up a consultation with you to talk about how healthcare fits into their overall financial strategy. Yes. Listeners can visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, or call my office number 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, you know what? This has been a great show so far today, Aaron. What do you have for us now as we begin this next segment? The Kiplinger article, 20 Ways to Save on Healthcare Next, suggests that utilizing telehealth services may be a great way to save money on healthcare. Though the use of telehealth services skyrocketed during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been gaining popularity for years. If your insurance provider partners with a telehealth service, using it to speak to a professional may in some cases cost you less than an office visit would. You'll want to check the fine print on this one though, because for some folks meeting with their usual healthcare professionals virtually, cost the same as heading into their office. Yeah, I think in a lot of cases it's the same. And, you know, it depends on what it is you're calling in for. If you have a young child and they have uh, a fever, maybe you just want to get some medication for that or an ear infection, I think it works out well. We, My wife and I have used that in the past, even before COVID, and it worked out well. I mean, I don't think we saved a ton of money, but in some plans you can save money and it at least saves you the trip into the office. You know what I mean? And I don't like to sit in a waiting room with a bunch of uh, sick people, you know, uh, for an hour and a half waiting for a doctor. You can avoid that at least. And, um, you know, I think a virtual medical appointment would be you know, some people might think it's cumbersome from a technology standpoint, but I think the reality is the technology has gotten pretty user-friendly and easy. Definitely. I totally agree with you on that one. And virtual meeting technology has come a long way in just a few years. Another way to save a few bucks on your health care is to make your appointments after you've hit your deductible. Just make sure you schedule them before the plan year ends so that your deductible doesn't start over. Yep. I've used that strategy and it works well except for the time I forgot to consider that my deductible starts over at the end of the plan year. <laughs> right. And so you got to know when that plan year begins or end. And uh, I was frustrated about that. But if you know when your plan year begins and ends, you can really time it uh, to make sure it's covered. Yes. Well, you live and learn, Tom. Yep. On previous shows, we've chatted often about the importance of ensuring that you're taking advantage of employer matches when it comes to your 401k. It's much the same with your health care. 
If your employer kicks in money to your health savings account or flexible spending account, don't miss out on it. Be aware that some employers only match your contribution or require participation in wellness programs to receive that money. Additionally, many companies and organizations provide complimentary access to programs designed to help you lose weight or stop smoking, things like that. Some companies incentivize these programs with breaks on your monthly premiums. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's another great way to save a little bit of money. And I think, you know, let's say you're a smoker and your company offers free access to a program to help you quit and mm -hmm. you get a premium break for participating. That's a win-win. I mentioned health savings accounts a moment ago, but let's go into it a bit more. Uh, more commonly referred to as HSAs, health savings accounts are a potentially excellent way to save money on your health care. If you have a high deductible plan in 2021, you can contribute $3,600 if you have self-coverage and $7,200 if you have a family plan. Also note that if you're 55 or older, you can contribute an additional $1,000 in catch-up contributions. HSAs are funded with pre-tax dollars and the money grows tax-deferred. You may then withdraw the money as needed for numerous eligible medical expenses. Okay, so that's HSAs, and I've heard a lot of good things about HSAs, but what can you tell us about flexible spending accounts, which also get a lot of attention when it comes to healthcare planning? If you have access to a flexible spending account, or FSA, through your employer, you can currently contribute up to $2,750 in pre-tax dollars, and you can then withdraw the money tax-free for certain medical expenses. One note here, some people use FSA funds for child or elderly care, and those limits are different. But if you're using FSA funds for medical expenses, the limit is $2,750. Ultimately, you can withdraw HSA and FSA money tax-free to cover deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance. Furthermore, money from these accounts can be used on things like eyeglasses, medical monitoring equipment, testing devices, and orthodontia. And thanks to a rule that was implemented in 2020, you can use those accounts to cover over-the-counter medications like pain relievers, cough syrup, and antihistamines. Well, and your healthcare strategy is a major component, obviously, of your financial and retirement strategies. So I'd urge anyone out there listening uh, to work with someone like yourself, Aaron, a financial services professional who can examine your current healthcare coverage to determine how well it's going to fit into that broader financial strategy, right? Definitely. I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. And speaking of retirement, our listeners should note that HSA funds don't expire, which makes it a great tool to sock away money for medical expenses that occur after you've stopped working. Oh, yeah. Medicare parts B and D premiums, as well as Medicare Advantage premiums, are HSA eligible as are long-term care and insurance premiums up to a certain limit. Home improvement projects designed to help address medical conditions like widening doorways or putting support bars in the shower are also HSA eligible. Now HSAs have a lot of detail and nuance, so the whole thing sounds a little overwhelming, but don't hesitate to follow Tony's suggestion and get together with a financial services professional will be able to offer you a valuable second opinion. All right. And how can our listeners get a hold of you to do that? Well, again, they can call our office directly, 480-284-6393, toll free at 866-393-7799, 
or visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All right. And during today's show, you've been talking about some of the ways we can uh, get necessary health care with all, you know, while also saving a few bucks in the process. What do you have for us next? The Kiplinger article, 20 Ways to Save on Healthcare, next explains that deducting medical expenses is another way to get the health care you need without blowing up your finances. If you itemize deductions when you do your taxes, you're allowed to deduct qualified medical and dental expenses that your insurance doesn't cover and that are greater than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. Prescriptions and payments to medical providers are examples of allowable deductions. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So uh, anything that helps you save money, obviously, on prescriptions is welcome relief, right? For sure. For sure. Switching to generics is another great way to save money on the medications you need. Ask your doctor to prescribe you the generic version of a medication or ask the pharmacist to do the same. As the article notes, generics can cost as much as 85% less than a brand name version. If a generic version isn't available, ask your doctor whether there's a similar medication that may be able to treat your condition just as effectively. Some insurance also cover generics at better rates. Finally, websites like GoodRx.com have coupons that will save you money. Well, yeah, and I've used GoodRx.com myself. I think that's really a good one, and it's certainly encouraging to know there are ways to save money on medications that are essential to our health. Yes, sir, that's for sure. In fact, here's another way to potentially save money on prescriptions. Order 90-day supplies rather than 30-day supplies. For example, without insurance, Walmart charges $4 for a 30-day supply while charging $10 for a 90-day supply. Also, mail-order medications, which generally come in 90-day supplies, are generally also a money saver. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned GoodRx.com. That's a good one. And there are other sites as well, like SingleCare.com and WeRx.org. And then you can use your zip code to help you compare prices in your area. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, that's a great point. And those websites allow you to do more than just compare prices. In some instances, the cash price with a coupon may be cheaper than what you'd pay using your insurance. And don't forget that some pharmacies also have their own discount or loyalty programs. For example, the Walgreens Prescription Savings Club costs $20 a year for an individual and $35 a year for families and features discounts as much as 80% on cash drug prices. So visit NeedlyMeds.org for more information on discount and assistance programs. Once again, that's NeedyMeds.org. All that said, it's important to note that you generally can't use coupons or discount programs with your insurance, which means purchasing medication with a coupon or through a discount program won't count against your deductible unless your provider allows you to submit the purchase. Yeah, and that's where maybe you used your flex spending or HSA account to pay for it. So it's clear, though, at least that we can shop around and use various tools to save money on medications. But I'm curious, is it possible to compare prices for medical procedures? It's very possible. In fact, comparing prices from multiple medical facilities could end up saving you a sizable sum of money. Generally speaking, things like x-rays, MRIs, and minor procedures are less costly when done at medical facilities that aren't owned by a hospital. Visit healthcarebluebook.com to access a free tool that provides estimates of the cost of procedures in your home area. At 
fairhealthconsumer.org, you can compare in-network prices against uninsured pricing for various procedures in your community. Yeah, and that, that's that's huge that you can shop around for medical procedures as well as prescriptions. That's interesting. And I think I know the answer to this one, but I want to clarify this. Once we've chosen a health plan, are you locked into it? That's a terrific question, and the answer is no. During annual open enrollment windows, you have the opportunity to reconsider all of your options. If your health status or family status has changed, you may want to find a more suitable deductible or premium. Medicare plans should also be reviewed yearly. You'll especially want to be aware that insurance companies that offer Part D changed their benefits, premiums, and copays annually, which means it's essential to thoroughly review your Medicare strategy when you receive your notice of change each September. Well, yeah, and I think that's that's a good point, and uh, that's really good. And we often talk about how when it comes to your financial and retirement strategies, you don't need to go it alone. You should put someone knowledgeable in your corner, and that's where you come in. So is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Yes, if you'd like more info about all the information that we've discussed today, I'd encourage you to visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, or call my office number to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. We're at 480-284-6393. The toll-free number is 866-393-7799. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Yeah, it is. And I think this has been a great discussion today, Aaron. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Eason. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easelt at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799. Or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.